Hey folks, Trina here. This episode featuring artist Timothy Wayne Williams is the end of season one. Yay! We'd like to extend a hearty thank you to each and every one of you out there. We couldn't do it without you, that's for sure. We will return in two weeks with the beginning of season two. How exciting! With super duper special guest, Jim Mother Trucking Harold. That's right, his middle name is actually Mother Trucking. Anyways, enjoy the episode. We love you. Hi, I'm Logan. You're listening to Season 2 of Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilry. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. This is Tanya, and we are doing Creeps with Peeps. And I have with me Trina. And Trina, who do we have with us today? Tonight, folks, for your listening pleasure, we have one Mr. Timothy Wayne Williams, artist extraordinaire. You can find, well, I'll let him tell you where he you can find him. But I'm here to say this gentleman has an A1 talent. His paintings are amazing. Yeah. Yep. So many things like... We are so lucky to have you, Tim. Thank you so much for being on. No, thank you. And thanks for all the sweet things you just said. That was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Let's cover your Bigfoot paintings real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, so, listeners, have, yeah, when ahead, you go on to... <laughs> mr williams page on facebook or anywhere he's on on the socials you're gonna find a series of painting called hidden bigfoot so tim why don't you tell our listeners what that is about i'm gonna say i love them i enjoy them yes i do too they are so much very cool yes thanks (laughs) thanks um well what it is it's uh Something, well, I'll give you a little short history of it, how I got started doing it, and then I'll kind of explain. I, um, you know, I've, I've done fine art for a long time, and, uh, you know, I was doing the normal fine art shows and painting the normal, yeah. you know, flowers and, and uh, you know, just normal stuff everybody paints. And one day I was doing a landscape in, in studio, and I was, uh, just kind of bored and I was listening to a podcast that was talking about Bigfoot and that kind of inspired me to put a Bigfoot in the landscape. Just, I just did it for my own amusement. I didn't, didn't think <laughs> it was any big deal, no big deal. And um, finally, you know, I, I did an art show one time and it was a real slow art show. There was like nobody there. And to keep people in my booth, I was like, Hey, you know, this painting over here has a Bigfoot in it. I want you to try to find it, you know? And I noticed yeah. that those people really thought it was cool, you know. So I I immediately uh, got on Facebook when I got home, and, and um, I was I was like, I wonder if there's any Bigfoot groups on Facebook. And oh lord, I had no idea there's like two bazillion. Yeah, you know? no so idea. I joined, I joined like one bazillion of them. And and I, uh, you know, I posted one of the paintings and I was just like, hey, what do you guys think of this? You know, I just said, yeah, I hit a little Bigfoot in it, you know, and it just blew up. I had like a thousand likes the first day and I was like, okay, I might be onto something. Yeah. So so that's how it got started. And and so, uh, yeah, I have a long running series. I mean, we're going on 
maybe almost three years of hidden Bigfoot paintings. Oh, I do, wow. I do other stuff. I, you know, I'll put UFOs in paintings or fairies or ghosts, you know, I do or nothing. You know, I still like today I did a rose, uh, you know, I, I do other stuff too, but uh, for the most part, I'm known for the um, hidden Bigfoot series. Right. So right. It's just, I love I'll just them. paint a, I start out trying to paint a nice landscape first and then, once I'm happy with that, I'll find a nice spot to hide, hide a Bigfoot. And it's really cool because he's like hiding around a tree or something yeah. like that. Or poking his head out. Or yeah, like, it's really cool. And, and some of them are really, really easy to find. And some of yeah. them, I'm going to tell you, there's some there on your page. I still haven't found them, but yeah. I'm going to. Well, see, I get, I get both <laughs> spectrums where I get people go, that was too easy. That's ridiculous. And then other people are like, that's unbelievably hard. And, you know, so I it's like, like the so I, I do both, you know. Right. I right. joked that I was going to make you tell me where they were, but then I decided no, because I like the challenge. It's of fun. It. Yeah, it, it is. Fun. You, you can know. always ask me for a hint. Because, like I said, when cool. when Tanya told me that sometimes it's not Bigfoot, I'm like, well, that might explain why I couldn't find some of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So They're very cool. You said like you've been them. doing um, fine art for quite a while. Um, mm -hmm. Have you always known that you wanted to be an artist? Then? No, no. Actually, I was a musician. To start with, I was oh. a drummer for a long time. I tried to become a rock star and I got really close. Uh, my band was all set to go to Canada to record at a very famous studio. We were just waiting for Guns N' Roses to get out. And we oh, were wow. go up there and, and record this demo that we thought was going to be, you know, change our whole careers. And yeah. like two weeks before we were going to do that, the band just blew up. Just... Mm. It's infighting and everything, and we just blew a yeah. big chance. It was unbelievable. I was I was depressed for like two years after that. Yeah, and oh, that's for sure. I can understand that. Yeah, I had always kind of wanted to try painting, and and uh, I had mentioned it to my mother in law that it was like, you know, I might want to try a little painting sometime, and so she bought me a set for like Christmas. Oh, that was nice. After about like you know a few months of painting i was like i should have been doing this the whole time i mean i was mm -hmm. an, i was an okay drummer you know but i think i'll be when it all said and done i think i'll be a much better painter yeah yeah i think I, your I, phone I, disconnected <laughs> right i think you're um, another tune <laughs> I, I think you made the right choice, though, or I, maybe that's the way, you know, I really believe that things always work out the way they're supposed to, even when we yeah. don't fucking get it. And I hate when people say that to me, like when something bad happens in my life, I really hate when people say, well, you know, so and so has it's all part of the universe's plan or God's yeah. plan or whatever. I hate it. That pisses me off. And I'm like, but at the same time, when you look back at some of the worst times in your life in hindsight, and you can see what they actually led to, you mm. do get it and you mm. do understand it. So I look at your beautiful art and I think, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm sad that you had to go through two years of terrible depression and not because losing your dreams is hard. I actually understand oh, that yeah. one too. I understand that one real hard. But 
getting this beautiful new path and your art is so amazing and it, it deserves to be out there. People need to be seeing it. So, you know, that's just my little humble opinion though. <laughs> and I appreciate it. Have you ever had yeah. shows? I mean, you go to, uh, you said you went to like uh, a craft fair type thing where you had it in a, um, Oh yeah, uh, I did. Yeah. I did a lot of the major art shows around here for years. Now, yeah, I've made the decision to do the paranormal shows. And, oh yeah, uh, you know, mostly Bigfoot related, and I started doing that um, last year. And um, I don't do a bunch of shows, but I've done a few, and they've been great. It's, I feel so like you'd cool. be really successful at the at the I, cons and the festivals. I, oh, I yeah. see what's out there. We know most of the vendors pretty much firsthand now. And I'll tell you, your your art is just as good, if not better, than what I'm seeing being put out oh, yeah. to it there, too. Right. You know, it right. would sell just like that. Yeah. And I'll tell you, when people go into those Bigfoot cons, our biggest seller is our tote bag. Because people are buying so much crap and we've got like friends <laughs> that won't hand out bags and then just point people to our booth. Right. <laughs> you know, because that's how it works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there, there's a lot of money being spent and there's a lot of people that are looking for what your, you have, your art would, you know, they want the unique art. They don't want just the vase of flowers you know they want the vase of flowers with the mothman's shiny hiney shit staring out the back of it or something you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah no i mean the ones i've done I've, I've done um i don't know four or five now and they've been great they I, i've been amazed i mean i went as far as florida and um i had one person after another come up who knew who i was that blew my mind you know, that's amazing. I'm in Indiana yeah. and they're in Florida and they knew who I was. So that was cool. People were wanting their picture taken with me and I was bad blue. <laughs> I know. It makes you feel like a rock star. It's I like, know. wait, was, what? It was funny. All the other vendors were looking at me like, why are people getting their picture taken with that guy? You know? <laughs> who, so, who is that guy? <laughs> exactly. You know? So that was so cool, cool though. Well, listen, man, you, you, you deserve all of that in my opinion. Like I said, it's, you know, so what about the paranormal? How long have you been into that? Oh, man, for as long as I can remember. Um, I had I remember my dad actually uh, coming to get me when you remember in search of that show with Leonard. Oh, yeah. Was yep. on, uh -huh. I mean, I know tons of people say this, but I mean, that was hugely influential. I remember my dad coming and getting me and going, you got to see this. You know, and it was the Patterson Gimlin, you know. Uh, oh yeah, uh, film yeah. on in search. Patty of. was not a host, and and I was like, oh my god, could monsters be real? You know, and so I was fascinated ever since. Then. And then my uncle gave me a book that was called, I think it's like a, it's like one of those time life books, and it was called Strange Stories and Amazing Facts. Oh like yeah, that. I read that thing cover to cover many times. And I just loved it. Was fascinated with it. So yeah, that between those two things really rocked my world. Right. Have you ever had medicines. any um, paranormal experiences of your own? I have. Um, I have a what I'd say was kind of a demonic story, and I've got kind of an angelic one too. Oh, okay. I'll tell you those if you want. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. The uh, I'll tell you the demonic one. 
um, when I was in that band, I was telling you about, actually, no, no, no. It was the band I was in in high school, totally different band. Um, but uh, I think it was like our senior year and we had rented out this big, um, it was like a, a hall you could rent out that sometimes they use as a bar um, and you can rent it out and put on shows. So the band, yeah. we put all our money together and we rented this hall out to the show. And um, we were, the night before we were setting up all our equipment, we had rented all this big equipment and everything and we're real excited. And we were all getting ready to go. And there, I have to explain the the building is, is pretty much like one gigantic garage door and one door that was like to go in and out. And okay. we had just shut the garage door and we are all gathering around like the, uh, the mixing board talking. And all of a sudden we hear this loud cackling laugh coming oh from the stage. And we look over and there is this man, very short man, um, just laughing his butt off like he'd heard the funniest joke ever. And it was creepy how he was laughing. And we're all looking at each other like, like someone's going to talk to this guy. You know, this is really weird. And uh, <laughs> so everyone kind of pushes me forward, of course. And so I kind of go up to the guy and I'm like, hey, we're, you know, getting ready to leave. What, uh, what you doing here? And, uh, <laughs> and he was like, hey, hey, I got something for you. I got something for you, just for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's a drug dealer or something. And I'm still like, right. still not sure how he got in. And um, he whips out a stack of Polaroids this big of the most pornographic stuff ever. I got I got through like four of them. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I see what's going on here. Then I'm like, okay, he must be a Holy moly. I'm like, okay, he's a pimp <laughs> or something, okay? Right. And I, I kept telling the guy, no, I don't want any of that. I, you know, we're good. You should probably leave. And he says, no, no, no. Listen. He's like, okay, you don't want that. That's cool. He's like, I can get you anything. What do you need? What do you need? You know, I can get you anything. And he was really, you know, like making eye contact, anything. And I mean, I just had this weird, creepy feeling come over, like, over me like, this isn't a pimp or a drug dealer. This is something else. Right. And um, about that time, one of the guitarists kind of saves me. He came up behind me. And of course, he's going through the Polaroids like no business. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, let's let's leave this guy alone. So so I'm like, OK, listen, no, I don't want anything from you. And uh, we're going to go over here. And so we walk away. And I'm telling you, it's not 30, 40 feet from the stage. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably 40, 50, maybe 50 feet. We go to the mixing board. And uh, by the time we huddled up, the whole band's like, all right, what are we going to do? What is this guy doing here? And they, everyone <laughs> wants to know, what did he want? What are we going to do? And by the time it took me to kind of go, you know, kind of look back to see if he's listening, he was gone. He like completely vanished. No one saw him show up and nobody saw him leave. And That's weird. There was no way for him to come in. You know, the, the garage door was closed. We would have heard that right. open. And the other door, he would have had to walk by us, you know, if he came through the other door. And right. so it was, it, it was freaky. And, um, you know, I asked, uh, there was a, 
they always keep like a bartender there, even though we, I don't think we're having drinks, but they kind of like open and shut the place for the bands and stuff. And uh, I'm like, did, did you see the guy? She's like, no, I, you know, I didn't see him come or go. So it was, it was bizarre. Really, really weird. That's weird. Yeah. That is really weird. like a little trickster fay guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, people are, some people have been you like, You want to make your, a deal? Yeah, the people were like, that was your crossroads, you know. And, and it was a time in my life where I did want to make it, you know, more than anything, you know. Right. I felt like I was being offered something. That's scary. And it could have been. <laughs> yeah. You said you had an angelic one, okay, too? Okay, yeah. yeah. This one is weird. Um, this is not your traditional um angelic story where like um someone is pulled from like a car you know and or something like that after a wreck this is so more mundane than that but it has to do with actually putting in a toilet okay so <laughs> but it's it, it's stupid hang with me but um <laughs> when when my kids were real little we were fairly poor <laughs> you know i'm not gonna lie and yeah. uh we um we had problems with our toilet and and i had made the decision that okay i, I think i can fix this you know we didn't have we, we couldn't call a plumber did not have the money for that at all so i was like you know what i think i can do this so we had bought a new toilet and everything and um, i was trying to put it on after you know we had been without a toilet for a couple of days and the family was oh, getting gosh. really irritated with me yeah and uh, they were like we're not going in a bucket much longer That's so right uh, i i went to put it on and it wouldn't fit right and i could not figure out what the problem was there was some linoleum flooring that was kind of involved that i thought or no, it was laminate flooring. I thought that might have something to do with what the problem was, and I could not figure it out. And I was stressing like you would not believe. And I, uh, I, I, I was going to the hardware stores and asking their plumbing experts, you know, like, what, what suggestions do you guys have? And everyone was just baffled by this thing. And a right. matter of fact, one of my best friends stopped by and his dad used to be a plumber and he worked with his dad all the time. And I was like, Oh, thank God you're here. Let me show you what's going on. Even he was like, I don't know what you would do in this situation. He was oh, bad. Weird. So uh, I was so stressed and did not know what I was going to do. I was like, we did not have the money to call anybody to help us. Right. So, uh, I decided, you know what, I just got in the car and was like, I'm going to just drive to a hardware store and just look around in the plumbing and maybe something will come to me. I don't know. Right. So I I went to this uh, Menards hardware store here and um, I was in the plumbing section just distraught, dejected, didn't know what I was going to do. And there was this guy about 10 feet away or so kind of looking at the plumbing stuff and he just kind of yelled over. He's like, you know, hey, what's working on? And I, I was in no mood to talk. And I was like, you know, I've <laughs> just got this plumbing issue. And uh, he's like, well, what's going on with it? And, and the guy seemed like kind of one of those people who just wanted to talk, you know, like yeah. a lonely person who yeah. just 
just wanted to talk, you know, and, and he was kind of young too. He was younger than me at the time. And, but I, I thought, you know, this is just some lonely guy. I mean, he almost looked borderline homeless, you know, and yeah. uh, he, he kept at me going, no, no, tell me, tell me what's wrong. I'm like, dude, you know, I really didn't think he could help me in any way. But I finally, I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll go through it. So I went through everything, you know, I told him every detail and he didn't say a word and he walks just like six, seven feet away and picks up this part, comes over to me, hands it to me and says, this is what you need. And this is how you put it in. He told me everything, exactly what I needed to do and then walked away. And as he's walking away and I'm standing there just dumbfounded, <laughs> my wife walks up behind me and she's like, who is that? And I'm like, you will not believe it. That guy just told me how to do everything. He showed me the part and told me how to do it. And she's like, did you thank him? And I'm like, I think I did, but well, I'm going to go find him and make sure I thank him, you know? So I go in the, the, the next aisle that I saw him go down and he was gone. And I went down, I went down a bunch of the aisles. I'm not going to say I yeah. went through the whole store and looked for the guy, but I, there's no way he could have got away from me that quick. I mean, it was like literally, you know, a 10 second conversation with my right. wife and the guy should have been there, you know? And, and after, you know, that I was like, you know, <laughs> would, would there, would there actually be, would God send an angel to help somebody with their plot? I, I don't know but maybe maybe <laughs> i mean I, you were I, standing I, in that aisle you were distraught upset, that's what yeah. you were putting out you needed help you needed help more than Absolutely. than ever in your life you had no options yeah, you know you i couldn't mean, call I, a plumber you know i'm trying to take care of my family you know right. everyone was depending right. on me and right. you know i didn't grow up with a father who who had all the you know who taught you all that kind of stuff you know i had no yeah. idea i just thought i could figure it out and yeah was i wrong sometimes the that little miracles so cool. are just as important as the big miracles oh yeah, yeah. and I, hearing yeah. that i was getting like just you know sorry my cats are gonna start <laughs> going crazy we're getting close to feeding time we're on a schedule <laughs> because one of them is a diabetic and gets a gets a shot so uh, they all start about 20 minutes before they all start going because they know hey. they're gonna get food <laughs> yeah because i can't feed just one of them and he's gotta have food to have his insulin and he barfs all over anyways i digress what i was saying was i really believe that in that moment when you were pleading with the universe for help god whatever you choose to believe in i don't put labels on anything or anybody's beliefs you were sent the help that you needed I, right. I think so too. I really do. I believe that. That's with so all cool. I like. Soul. I like stuff. I love like that. that. Little miracles I, can they make more of a difference than people think? Yeah. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. it seems yeah. silly when you think about it. You know, your miracle was a toilet. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I, that's at why that I was... moment in time, it was exactly what you and your family yeah. needed more than anything. I always preface you know. that. It's like, this isn't, no one pulled me from a fiery car and then, <laughs> and then disappeared. <laughs> it's nothing like that. This is way more mundane, but I but still, still, still beautiful. I have, uh, beautiful. when I was younger, our water pipes used to get frozen all the time. 
and so we couldn't flush the toilet. So I understand how not mundane that is to be a teenage girl <laughs> and have to poop in a bucket with everybody mm. else. So. And I also understand that <laughs> having everybody depending on you to fix something and you can't, right. you know, like you and my kid, when my children are grown now, but when they were little, we also had a period of time where we were very, very poor. And I can remember incidents like that where you just, something broke down and you were just devastated because who are you going to call? If you could, right. I literally replaced my own alternator in my car because <laughs> I couldn't afford a mechanic. And I laugh about it now, but now I can tell you how to change an alternator if you need to know how I can. No, do I, it. I'm, I'm going to remember you know? that. Oh yeah, right. I tried I to change my oil once and ended up under my car in the fetal position, just mm, kind of going. You know, they pay people to do this. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go find one of those people. I, my so. dad wanted a little boy, so and he didn't get one. He got two girls. So my sister liked baby dolls. So I learned how to change oil. I can change brakes. I can do all that right. stuff. And then I went to the yeah. diesel college. So I didn't finish because wow. I wanted you to go full time. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was kind of scary because it was in a really sketchy part of downtown Nashville. But it was fun. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> but I didn't See, finish. My dad was a truck driver and he taught me all of that. Like, yeah, you need to know how to change a tire. You need to know how to change your oil. Right. You need to know how to do this. You need. He still does that shit to me and I'm grown. You know, like if I call, he's like, so did you, the last time you checked your oil, baby? And I'm like, dad, I'm, I'm 50 years old. And you know what? It probably doesn't need to be checked. <laughs> I, I lucked out. My, uh, my uh, daughter is... Um, engaged to this guy who's like a genius and oh, he's a, he's nice. a, he's an engineer but oh. he loves cars and he collects yeah. cars he fixes cars so it's like as soon as i found out they were engaged i'm like free oil changes for life yes. <laughs> right so yeah, listen like, everybody score. needs a car guy in their family i say yeah. that you need a car guy you need somebody in the medical profession things go to shit y'all need to be able to survive <laughs> yeah, exactly. right exactly <laughs> engineers are always good <laughs> um so do you have do you have any legends that you like what's what's your favorite cryptid um you know it, it, it'd have to be bigfoot you know i know it's kind of boring but no, uh, no, I, 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 I think of all of them. To me, I think that I think there's more proof for that than maybe yeah. the other ones. Mm -hmm. And like, I used to really be in the lock into the you know the Loch Ness monster and sea monsters in general. I thought, yeah, that was cool. Um, after a while, I was just like, eh, I, I don't know if the Loch Ness monster exists anymore. I kind of in my mind, I came to the thing, kind of to the belief yeah. of, that it, it's probably not there anymore. But I do think there are things in the ocean that we don't know. Oh, about. yeah. Yeah, scary stuff in the ocean. That's why oh, I don't yeah. swim there. But I, I think mean, a lot of the, uh, I think a lot of the sea monsters are sturgeons. Because those guys sturgeons, are Sturgeons, really eels. I say Loch Ness is three eels in a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. But I think a lot of them are sturgeons. Because those guys are scary looking. Those are. Oh, yeah. And they look like dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah, and they're so long, and if they hump through the water, they look like a classic sea monster. Now, do I believe in sea monsters? Oh heck yeah, yeah. because oh, yeah, that ocean's sure. too big. 
But like yeah. with lake monsters, I tend to get more, unless we're talking about the Great Lakes. Having grown up in Michigan, I'm here to say those lakes hold some things we don't know about. Oh, yeah. Well, that. plus they're big as the ocean. I mean, yeah. when I go to Chicago, they're... Lake Michigan is looks like an ocean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unsalted and shark-free, but there's shit in those lakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Well, there's supposed I grew to be up, a lot I've of, lived uh... in Alpena forever. We, we always were on the water. So, I mean, it doesn't, the, the the lakes don't scare me to swim in. Okay. Because if there's things in there, it's in the very deep, deep parts. You know, your yeah, beaches are so, cool. yeah. Okay. But, well, I believe there's things in it. So, like, the beaches don't scare, like Florida, I don't even want to go in three foot of water. There's no, because there's, there's sharks. sharks. There's <laughs> uh, I used to be all right until I actually had a friend take me up in a helicopter over John's Pass, which is by one of the beaches I usually, that's the area I go to. And I realized how many sharks were in that little channel and up on the beach and like literally yeah. where you're walking. They're going yeah. in and out. And I'm like in this helicopter looking down at the water going, I'm never going in the fucking water right, again. Exactly. Never. <laughs> i know i know that's crazy I don't they, anything i yeah. cannot see I, the bottom i heard <laughs> i heard uh i heard that the the surfing community is kind of flipping out with all the drone footage that is out now you know people are flying drones over these surfers and they're seeing sharks everywhere that these surfers did not think were there you know <laughs> so I, I heard yeah. the, the surfing community is kind of flipping out a little bit I would yeah, because I mean, they don't. They, <laughs> as humans, as a species, we're pretty flipping arrogant, right? And right. they're out there, you know, anywhere we do the mountains. Like, there's so many areas of our earth. For as much as we're everywhere, there's a lot of areas that we've never explored. All of our cave systems, we've never explored the deep ocean. We've never explored. Now the White House just released a statement that UAPs, UFOs are a real phenomena that we and have been around for a while so let's welcome the gas you know the government gaslighting us now you know for years right. we were not jobs and now it's just every day oh yeah 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 they're a yeah. thing so that makes me mad but i mean with drones i love the drones and, and i'm telling you like because i think if we're going to capture anything it'll end up being on drone footage but again I don't trust anything tech these days because you can deep fake anything. Yeah. I prefer like Patterson Gimlin. You can't debunk Patterson Gimlin. Right. You cannot make that suit. It cannot be debunked. We've tried. You yeah. know, and not that yeah. we're any big investigators or anything, but we've ripped that video apart and really? you cannot debunk it. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, I believe that. So there's stuff out there. There's things out there. And I feel like if anything's going to catch it, it's going to be the drones. And sharks are just scary. Back to the sharks. Yeah, just, you know, just like they're everywhere. Yeah, I agree. And that's their house. So, you know, it I is. mean. <laughs> I, I hate when people <laughs> say shark live. infested waters. I'm like, you can't infest no, 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 where no, no, you no. live. <laughs> right. Exactly. We are infesting them. Their waters. <laughs> They're out there, human-infested living room. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as far as Bigfoot goes, so what is your idea? Like, there's some people that think that they're interdimensional. There's some people that think they hide. Trina believes that they are, 
go around the cave systems. Where do you think they are um, a lot of times? <laughs> where do you think they live? <laughs> you know, I, I am kind of one of those people who thinks maybe there's a dimensional aspect to it. I mean, I, everyone, you know, anytime I hear the flesh and blood people, which is fine, you know, I, you know, I, a lot of those people buy my heart, so I'm not going to say anything bad, but um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, a lot of them are like, ah, we just haven't found one because, you know, then they always, always are like, you know, how many bears have we found dead in the woods and stuff? It's like, listen, we should have found something by now. You, you would know? think. You, right. you, you would think. think. And um, so that's why I think there is a paranormal element to it in some way. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's dimensional or, you know, the UFO thing. I think that's a possibility. But yeah. uh, I I just don't think it's a simple monkey out there, you know, simple ape running around right. that's really so smart. that Really stealthy. Know, it, <laughs> yeah, so stealthy that it's never died, you know, some in some way and no one's ever found it. You know, it's just like. I, right. Now, I think that um as far as the flesh and blood type people trina does have a point that if they lived in the caves you wouldn't see them but people yeah, who think true. they just walk around in the woods i'm sorry i i don't think their homes foot. are the woods i think when, when they get spotted they're out and about oh yeah doing out the about. hunter gatherers yeah. that's i think they use the caves a as a theory. highway system they're all connected. If you pull up a cave map and overlay it over the major sightings, they, they match up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's my pet theory. That's yeah. all. But at the same time, I say if they're a sentient species, there's First Nations all have um, stories of the elder brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. they talk about them as a species, not yeah. guardians, not fairies, not other not um paranormal and you know they do their word for them does actually mean elder brother now if they are sentient and they just don't want anything to do with us because you know white the white man pulled up on these shores and all of a sudden you know black with their <laughs> high heels and their rifles maybe right. they didn't want anything to do with us right and they have a highway and if they're sentient then they have funerary rights maybe they're like the marines don't leave a man behind yeah. right <laughs> well and that does make more sense that's the whole thing then, those are that's my argument for the flesh and blood right. i have figured out because yeah i could be 100 percent wrong this is my pet theory though you know because i do prefer to think of bigfoot as an actual flesh and blood critter because of the smells and the sounds and the things so then my brain would start thinking well how would it like people say how why haven't we seen them why aren't why haven't we stumbled right. across a hidden bigfoot city well what if their cities aren't above ground or in caves you right no that makes that more there sense was a than them just walking around the about woods. a thousand years ago yeah. where human beings were forced underground for about 500 years it was a blip in history but 500 years is a long time generationally yeah. in a human lifespan. Okay, oh, so yeah. there had to have been offshoots. There had to have been explorers. There had to have been. I just, it just makes sense nope. to my little neurodivergent brain. 
Okay, so this is Trina's pet theory. This is what Trina works on in her, you know, when I'm writing on my own stuff. And, you know, that's that's just what I think. I could be 100% wrong. And I kind of like the ultra-dimensional Bigfoot fairy guardian thing. I'd like to think that he's out there just helping take care of the woods. And I think he's know, a spirit. I mean, I believe the Native the American tulips. stuff. I believe in the Native American stuff big time because my family, lots of parts of my family are, but uh, um, yeah, my grandsons are like I think of Cherokee. it. I think of them more, to me, as spirits. Maybe not interdimensional, but I would, I believe that, but I also believe your thing about the caves more than them just walking around and staying in a lean-to in the forest because somebody's yeah. going to see something. <laughs> exactly they, they're not that stealthy right. if they're that big and that heavy and if they're not interdimensional yeah. there has to be something else that they're doing or they're to hiding. stay hidden and not be right. seen. if they are interdimensional then yeah my theory is crap but i mean if they're it's a good not, idea though. they are flesh <laughs> and blood creatures there has to be other ways that they are staying hidden, right. mundane ways mm-hmm. right. and again we're pretty flipping arrogant yeah that's true easy to fool you know, I, I've always said, what what if Bigfoot just has some weird um, ability, like you know how a chameleon can change? Oh yeah. You know, so what if this thing somehow has that ability? You know, you know, you know, scientists would be all like, oh, no primates have that ability. Well, you know, so well, you don't know. Or we, we don't know that. Right. Who knows? Maybe there's something like that. You know, right? Like, and there's something. There, they can camouflage themselves or they can who knows what abilities they have some people and some species they see in different spectrums they hear in different ranges you know who knows what they're capable of on those dimensions and i you know i can buy a cloaking you know like i can buy that you know they yeah again there has to be a reason that Again, that, you know, some random high hiker hasn't just stumbled into Bigfoot City. And, you <laughs> that, know. Would so, that would be so Good awful, city. especially if uh, they would be high. me. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm guys. Gonna visit Bigfoot City. That sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. I hope it would be in the caves, city. though, because it sure would be in the forest or somewhere. <laughs> Or it could be uh, in an interdimensional place. But and if not Bigfoot, there's something <laughs> that lives under. I like, I. I can't buy that we our, our species lived underground for that period of time and nothing else happened. And we just, the sun came out, the ice unfrozen, we all came back. Doesn't work that way. Evolution doesn't work that way. I know there's a lot of caves, um, like there's a lot of caves in East Tennessee. There's a lot of caves in Missouri. I've been in Pull some of the cave caves map in of the Missouri. United States sometime. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a super tons. highway that starts with like Mammoth that goes all the way up to Yosemite and yeah. Again, we haven't explored that shit. Rant, maybe not all of it. Spelunkers, but right, right. You know, I'm just saying. Again, that's the caves are my babies, and they actually kind of scare the crap out of me. Like, I don't want to be a spelunker and explore and see if I'm right. I hope that somebody finds <laughs> it out. Like, emails me. <laughs> it says, "Hey, Trina, you were right." Right. <laughs> As long as there's no snakes in the cave, I'll go in there. If someone goes yeah. in before me and de-snakes the cave, I'll go spelunk. The cave. <laughs> that, I've, that's I've been valid. in caves and spelunked. I guess you call it spelunking. 
we went in there. It was me and my boyfriend and two of his friends. And it got scary because I'm not afraid of bats. There was a bunch of bats in there. (laughs) But the cave that we were in in Missouri kept getting smaller and smaller till we were on our hands and knees. And the, the top of the cave was on our, you know, against our backs. And we got to a point where there was a hole and I'm like, I ain't going no further. So me and this other guy waited and that they went, my boyfriend and his friend went around and looked more, you know, but I wouldn't go in any further because it, it, that hole was so little, you would have had to squeeze through and that would have just freaked me out. Yeah. So we just sat there in the dark with our flashlights off and waited for them to come back. <laughs> mm. yeah, so no caves like day that day. probably, but, uh, <laughs> Like I've walked through caves see. and I've been to Mammoth Caves and like yeah, and there's the a little cave Tennessee, system by big. my kids' house and I've explored those, but I won't go yeah. deep in them. Yeah. There no, because one... of my theory. So I know something's in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's one in East Tennessee that me and Laura and her friend went to when we went to Gatlinburg last year, you know, uh, during Laura's birthday. And people, I can't remember the name of it, but they actually sell tours, you know, where they own the cave system. And now it's big enough for something like that to live in. Now, we didn't go, you know, they had parts of the cave blocked off and stuff. But and some of the parts you had to, you know, scoot down if you were taller. But some of it, I mean, it was huge areas. Something or somebody could live there. Um, what they, what people have been doing to that particular cave was they made moonshine in it and Mm. there was like still a lamp hanging there they said that was the original lamp nobody had pulled it down but the revenuers came in and they took all the stuff like the copper wire and all that but that lamp was left so they thought that was pretty cool that it was just hanging across on a wire and it was a um what a candle lamp or something a fuel lamp lamp because it was a long time ago but it was really neat. It was a very cool cave. Yeah. So I could see, you know, a Bigfoot family living there. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> oh, I just said I don't think they'd use the lantern. Probably not. They could probably see, like, how cats and stuff do. But <laughs> I don't know. Caves are pretty dark without any kind of light. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never... I mean, because your eyes can't adjust to it. It was, right. it was, ugh, it was scary. Um, okay, well, where can people find you? Okay, the best place, you know, I, I have a website, but I literally have not updated it in like six months, seven months. Oh, okay. Um, the, the reason being, let me explain, is there for a while there, I was selling everything I was painting, you know, pretty quick. And it yeah. was like, I didn't even have time to put it, you know, on the oh, website. Wow. And it was gone. Yeah. So I I decided, you know, I'm just going to save money and just let that uh website kind of wither on the vine but um having said that if you wanted to see my bio or something it's uh twwilliamsart.com you can okay. go to that um but the best place to get a hold of me or see what i'm doing is to go to my facebook artist page which is t period w period williams fine arts on facebook okay that's cool. the best place i'm on instagram that's timothy underscore wayne underscore williams underscore okay Those are the best all right places. cool have you got anything any shows that you're going to coming up 
Yes. Um, next, on August 12th, I'll be in central, at the central Pennsylvania Cryptid Fest, I think it's called. Um, it's in like, uh, I forget, Ellsberg, something like that. Oh, okay. I, I should probably know this, but uh, <laughs> but it's August 12th in uh, Pennsylvania. And okay. then I will be at CryptidCon in Kentucky. Oh, uh, I want to go to that so bad this yeah. year. Oh, that's I great. know. I was so I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. I went for the first time last year. Um, I don't remember what date that is, but when that comes around, I will be there. So those are the only two cool. that I've got booked right now. You should try to go to Monster Fest next year. There was a ton of people there. I, I want to. I know. I You know, I'm so new to this. It's like by the time I hear of a good one, it's like they're all booked up. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. were booked up the first day they opened it. Yeah, I believe the minute it. We were lucky because we had already had a booth last the, for last this year. So mm -hmm. as soon as they opened it again for the third show for next year, we were able to get a booth right away like that we got ours but they sold out that first day i think for vendor tables I believe it. wow wow i wanted because to say it so that big. it was it was huge they're gonna have the areas are gonna be bigger less when we went the vendor table areas were way yeah they small. said they're gonna have less vendors bigger tables yeah. this year yeah and then they're not like... inviting back like those people that were the art thieves and whatnot yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. remember who they were, but they were like they were just some uh, Indian guys, and they had stolen art. They were literally selling art that they had stolen from some of the other vendors there, and then just printed on their stuff. Yeah, because we could get we could we could uh, set up the night before, and there really wasn't security much or anything. There was just people walking in and out, you know. But somebody saw them stealing stuff. Oh, I'm wow. surprised they didn't ask them to leave. They were still there the next day. But oh, that's crazy. I'm, yeah, I know it. It is crazy. Someone's ass would have got beat. Tell right, exactly, nuts. exactly. Um, I did want to say since the the lights have went down where you're at, Tim, and <laughs> it's dark behind you, but Sorry. that unicorn painting, no, no, you're fine. That unicorn painting oh. is still showing up. <laughs> oh, is it really? I didn't even know. Yes, that it's oh, like I should have put a better painting there. Because you know, because oh, I, I was doing it in my studio first, and now I'm in my wife's office. And yeah, I just throw stuff in here to let it dry, basically. And I didn't know yeah. that I would have put it's it pretty. Paint. It was pretty. It was this. It was oh, neat thanks. because everything's dark behind you, and you got on a dark shirt. But this unicorn over there, or horse, <laughs> is like glowing over there. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, cool. It is. It's cute. <laughs> So Tanya, well, tell our listeners where they can find us. Uh, on all the socials. And we now have a Patreon. Just go to Patreon and look for us. Um, and Patreon. we have several tiers on there. And it's under Spooks Creeps Pod. And um, there's all kinds of stuff on there. All kinds of tiers that you can get some goodies and, and stuff. So yeah, go check that out. Speaking and of, I think we owe a couple of shout outs already, don't we? Oh, we do. To... Let's do that. To the Madewells, Mark and Amanda Madewell, our very first Patreons. Thanks, guys. We love you. And, and then, then one of my personal favorite people, Alyssa Wolfson. Yeah. We love you, Alyssa. And you got video coming too, I believe. 
Yeah, she that's does because she's a five dollar cool million. last last. Doesn't that sound ominous? That like, is. I promise it's family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well, if nobody has anything else, I guess we'll wrap this up because Trina has to feed her babies. I do. They're no, all lined up myself. at the end of my bed. One, two, three cats all staring at me right now. <laughs> They're trying to reverse Aquaman me. Womp, 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 feed us. <laughs> but thanks so really, much, Tim, yes. for coming on. I've super enjoyed great. chatting with you. Oh, good. Thank you, ladies. It was it was great chatting with you guys. And I appreciate yeah. you uh, being patient with me. And, uh, oh, I'll be patient with, with us, too, because I think it's <laughs> yeah. taken us like five times uh, to get on here. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> but part of it was, it was me just bad timing all the way around thanks for listening yeah. to us babble about various things it wasn't didn't mind at all listening to my crackpot theories i, I, I always, would do i, would I do love this. when i got you all trapped <laughs> we can do this without the podcast just call me and we'll just shoot the shit okay so right cool. we'll do that. <laughs> awesome. okay well so, i guess we'll see everybody later Bye, folks. Thanks for listening. Go check out Tim's art. You will not be disappointed. This man, and he's not kidding when he says he sells out because it's amazing. Go check it out or else. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all the socials and check out our merch on Redbubble and Big Cartel. Don't forget to sign up for our Patreon. Bye. I can't believe my mom and these two idiots made it to season two. Bye-bye. Adios, amigos.